0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Today, everybody over on Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, thank you all very, very much for joining us today. We've got a great show. we got so much to talk about today. is going to be one of those shows where you're going to go, oh my gosh, we need to We need to share this with everybody. We have so much cool stuff to talk about today. So we're going to get started in just a second here, letting a few more people jump on here because we're live on YouTube and Facebook every day, Monday through Friday. So those of you on Spotify, Megaphone and Apple, I know you're like, just start. We're here. Well, we let a few more people jump on and then we'll get going here. We're we're live on TikTok now also, so Facebook, Insta- Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Instagram still hasn't allowed us to go live over there yet, but we're working on it every day. Elliot and I, we're doing everything we can. But everybody, thank you very much. All the stars that were spread out yesterday, all the star givers, thank you very, very much. Over on uh, TikTok, everybody that left diamonds, I can't thank you enough. And everybody at YouTube, thank you very, very much for your subscribing and uh, all your comments and all your likes. Make sure you hit the like button on this podcast. Make sure you hit the the, uh, subscribe button. Make sure you don't want to miss anything because I'm like, you never know what Cap Dave might say. So you don't want to miss anything. And We're going to get started here now. We got a lot of people watching. Today is Akuma Fish Labs Wednesday We. They're our big sponsor for Wednesdays, so we talk about some of their products. We have a phenomenal lure I'm going to show you in a little bit. It is the Carnada Slow Pitch Jig. I'm going to show that to you in a little bit, so stand by if you want to see something that's deadly right now that's working really good for that bluefin, which is biting. It's biting. There's a lot of fish biting right now. Things are starting to get really, really good in Southern California. And I just did a phenomenal trip in the Sea of Cortez with all those children. We had time of our lives. Water in the Sea of Cortez, we found water that was 89.5 degrees. That's incredible for June. And it's only going to get warmer. There's Marley. He's having a wonderful day today. He's still super angry at me, though, for trying to pick him up a month ago. So he won't let us pick him up anymore, but... There he is. He's moving around. He's had plenty to eat today. So if you see an animal moving around in the background and you're like, what is that? That is our rescue monkey. That is Marley. He's very, very cool little dude. He's been part of the show for the last year. He uh, loves being on the show. He loves when I talk to all of you. He gets all excited running around back there. So if you see a little animal running around behind me, that's my monkey. That's Marley, the marmoset monkey. So, gang, today we have all kinds of cool stuff to talk about first. If you were at my seminar about two years ago, I told you that the California sea lion is a meat eater. Remember? And I told you they were overpopulated to uh, alarming rate. The population was so big that it was time to start to get scared. And I told you they were going to start eating people because people are meat. Well... It's been happening down here in Cabo for the last couple of years, but it doesn't make the news when they attack a human and start eating their flesh off their legs and stuff. But oh, lo and behold, the last couple days on the beach in Salt Creek, sea lions are attacking people now and they're starting to eat them. It's happening full speed. Now there's warning signs up on the beach in Salt Creek. And uh, Strands Beach, just on the other side of Dana Point, sea lions are attacking human beings. I told you it was going to happen. I thought it might take a couple more years. I didn't think it would be happening in 2023. But gang, there's something to pay close attention to. I told you that we are meat. Human beings are meat. Sea lions eat meat. We allowed this animal to overpopulate to numbers that have never, ever been seen before. Historically, if you care about the sea lion, then you should be pissed. And if you don't care about them, you should be terrified because now you can't, now all of a sudden you can't go to the beach without the fear of being attacked by a California sea lion. People, oh, they're so cute. No, they're not. They are a wild animal. And their name is California sea lion. It isn't big cuddly pillow. It's sea lion. Why? Because they're a lion. They attack. That's their job. They need to find some food. Their job is to eat flesh, eat meat. Lo and behold, we are meat. And we are going to serve up the California sea lions a phenomenal feast over the 4th of July weekend. Now, Oh, Captain Dave, come on, you can't be serious. This has been going on in San Diego. It's been going on at Baby Beach in San Diego. It's been going on down in, down in Mexico for a very long time. All of a sudden now it's gone under the, steel, the, the golden curtain of Orange County. And now children are being attacked by the sea lions. And all of a sudden now it's on all the news channels. They're not addressing the true problem, though. They're saying that the sea lions are attacking people because of red tide. Huh. You can't make this stuff up, folks. You can't make it up. It, when I saw that on the Channel 5 News this morning, I actual coffee came out of my nose. I was laughing so hard, I couldn't believe it. I knew that somehow they would twist it up to not be about the overpopulation of a wild animal and they would twist it up somehow and make it about something else. Well, they're making it about red tide. I had quite a few of our members, those of you that aren't members, you don't know what we're talking about, but the 70% of the people that are watching the show right now are members of your saltwater guide. We talked about this red tide thing that they predicted red tide. They started talking about it because of the California sea lions and, uh, The animals were dying because of uh, this red tide. Well, there is no red tide. All of our members were out all week and nobody saw any red tide anywhere. So they're making this up. There's no red tide. You can't see it anywhere. It's not visible to anybody that I know of. So I don't know. It's just pretty amazing that these animals are actually eating people and they still don't want to address the real reason why they're eating people. They're eating people, and they're not biting. Now, if a shark bites you, it's immediately, they say that they're eating people. But the California sea lion bites you, and they say, oh, it's because of Red Tide. I just can't believe it. It's just unbelievable, gang. The amount of stupidity that is portrayed on the media is absolutely mind-boggling to me, and they believe that you are that gullible, that you're going to believe whatever they tell you. Gang, this sea lion attack has nothing to do with red tide. This has to do with overpopulation, and the animals are starving to death because there's too many. Not because we overfished the waters. Oh, my goodness. No, that's not the reason. Not because of red tide. It's because overpopulation period end of story you can twist it any way you want gang i'm just telling you like i always say all i tell you is truth might not be the truth you want to hear but it is the truth nonetheless and uh these california sea lions i predicted this three years ago on the trade show floor at the fred hall show i told you Get ready. I said, mark your calendars. California sea lions are going to start eating people. Now it's gone into Orange County and now it's a big time, big mess. But they still, hopefully, enough of you are listening to the show and enough of you are going to share the show and people are going to get more aware of the fact that you cannot let a wild animal get overpopulated. You just can't. It just Can't tell me they were here first because they never had antibiotics. We started giving this wild animal antibiotics back in the 80s. They don't die of any natural causes or any man-made causes. They're just getting overpopulated. Hey, Marley, what are you doing back there? He's having a good old time. They're just getting overpopulated. And it's the problem that is going to plague California like you can't even comprehend. Can you imagine going to the to the beach this weekend, 4th of July weekend. Everybody goes to the beach 4th of July weekend. It's been the way it's been since I was a little kid. We go to the beach on 4th of July weekend. They're putting signs up, beware of the California sea lion. And then they're putting underneath of it that they're spun out because of red tide and they have a tendency to want to attack you because they don't feel good. They have a tendency to want to attack you because you're food. It has nothing to do with red tide. It has nothing to do with it because this has been going on for a long time. So I'm just telling you, it is going to get a lot, a lot worse. I We're serving them up a phenomenal meal this 4th of July weekend. And here they come, boy. They are ready. Those sea lions are ready. They're like, yeah, bring them on. Bring them on. Come on down to the beach. Maybe this is what it'll take. Maybe this will make, Nah, you know it won't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Enough of that. We talked about that. Here's something I wanted to talk about yesterday, but I got off on a tangent. I forgot all about it. Max just put up a good post at Global Warming. Listen. I just spent seven days up in the Sea of Cortez. We explored a bunch of different islands. We walked around. We had a good time. It was absolutely the most amazing trip of my life. But here's something that I observed that I talked about before in the past. I was on these islands. We were hiking around. We were in the Baja. We were hiking around. We were coming up on 20, 30 feet off the water on these uh, islands that had clam shells. 30 feet off the water, they had sediment layers of sand where the beach used to be. Now it's 30 feet below that. And if you look around at the at the uh, topography of the Baja, you look around you see lots of areas that were underwater and you see where the sand was and the beaches were. And you see all this crazy stuff down here. And then you listen to these people tell you that the polar ice caps are melting at such a great rate that we're all going to be underwater. Well, I'm just a silly old captain, boat captain. I'm just looking at the world and with my eyes wide open and uh what's normal? Would it was it normal back in the days when the Baja was underwater? Was that normal? Or is it normal that the Baja's not underwater? I'm so confused, I don't understand. And I know you have all kinds of great terminology to tell me all kinds of big words and all this. But what is right and what is wrong? Are we all supposed to be underwater? Because I know we used to get shark's teeth. Max, you remember we go with yawn and we get shark's teeth up in the hills in Mission Viejo when there used to be sharks swimming around? So is that how the earth is supposed to be? Is Mission Viejo supposed to be underwater? Or is uh, it supposed to be high and dry like it is now? What's the normal? I don't think we all really quite understand what's really going on. And we get so caught up in this baloney that they keep trying to feed us on TV telling us all this garbage. If you go outside and you look around and you start to see what's going on in the world, all the stuff they're telling you starts to really, really get you confused. and starts to make you wonder what in the heck is the real? What is really going on out here? What is the real thing that's going on and like we talked about yesterday with the uh, the windmills. Somebody told me somebody sent me a nasty nasty letter last night that I don't understand what these windmills are and they actually are going to be attached to the bottom of the ocean by big long poles. (laughs) You haven't really looked at what's going on. You don't really understand if that's what you believe. They're going to be on platforms, gang. They're going to be on platforms. They're not going to be hooked to the... The platform is going to be anchored to the bottom of the ocean. But they're not going to be on big, long poles that are going down 4,000 feet and then into the bottom of the ocean. Come on, gang. They're going to be anchored out there in 3,000, 4,000 feet of water in these massive swells. It's just so funny that all the information... To understand what's really going on is all out there, easily obtainable. You got to turn, like I say at the end of every one of our shows, turn off the news, turn off the media. They're all lying to you, gang. Go outside and see what's really going on. Go outside and see what's really going on. And now the uh, great governor of the state of California, I don't know if you saw this this morning, but he's going to raise... Your registration fees on your boat next year, 300%. Now, if you remember my seminar, I was talking about about three months ago or something on the podcast. I was telling you that he absolutely hates anyone with the suntan. His, he has a suntan, but he, he slathers that on right before his news conferences. He's as white as these paper towels in real life. He doesn't have a suntan. He doesn't go outside. But now he found out that you guys are still using your boats and that a bunch of you bought boats. And now he's going to raise your boat registration 300%. Don't believe me. Go and try to figure it out on your own. Remember, I'm not the news. I'm just telling you what he's doing. I'm just telling you the truth. All I have is truth. You don't have to believe me. I don't really care. I'm just telling you the truth. You don't have to leave a bunch of comments telling me. It's all truth he is raising by next year 300% because he can't live on the money that he took from the bullet train and he's not going to be live live on that green deal that he's doing with the windmills so he needs your money for your registration for your boat absolutely crazy i can't believe this is going on but it is and it's unfortunate Be very careful this weekend when you're at the beach with your children for the 4th of July that they don't get eaten by a sea lion. Please be very, very careful because it is really, really, really going to start happening. It's going to happen and it's going to start to happen a lot. And this is just the very, very beginning of this overpopulation of the sea lions. Get ready to pay 300% more for your registration for your boat. And explain to me how... Baja was all underwater, and now it's not underwater, but it's going to be underwater again. And when it goes underwater, that's the end of the world. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm just a simple boat captain, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Are you going to sleep, buddy? Marty's going back under the covers. I think I got the air on too much here. It's 100 degrees here already. But, gang there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world and there's so many crazy things that they want to tell you and explain to you. So don't get caught up in it. Do a little of your own research and look at what's going on and understand those windmills haven't worked. They don't work anywhere, wherever they put them. They don't work. They don't work. They don't work. They don't work, but everybody wants to, Oh, they're going to work this time. They're not going to work. They're not going to work off of Morro Bay, especially in those 30 foot seas, and the 40-50 knots of wind every day, they're not going to work. Salt is a very corrosive thing. So all that being said, I had to just touch on those three things. I told you that when we started this podcast today, that there's going to be a lot of stuff talked about that's going to really upset you and make you make you uh, mad. And you were going to share this with people. Well, there's those three things. Now we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Now we're going to talk about what's going on in Southern California as far as the weather goes as far as as well cool Ross yeah well at least it keeps you working right I mean you get get to erect them and then you get to take them down an hour later when they don't work that's hey I'm all about Ross getting more work so good for you Ross it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my my life, but yeah these. Windmills, how crazy. Okay, so look. Right now we have the weather change dramatically. Those of you on the inland, you guys are going to get roasted this weekend. You're going to be complaining about the heat. Case Gold, there you are, buddy. How are you? Love you, buddy. So look, those of you inland, you guys are going to get roasted this weekend. You're going to be complaining about the weather. Now, I know a lot of you were complaining about the weather Last week or the week before going, is summer ever going to be here? Well, here it comes and it's coming with a vengeance. It's coming full speed and it's going to be very, very warm and very hot. But on the other hand, the ocean is warming up faster than they thought it would. It's happening very, very quickly and it's happening in a good way. The water is super clean. Yeah, well, it's not going to be that way very much longer, Max. It. Come 4th of July, it's going to be hot and sunny and it's going to be gorgeous. So here's what's going on, gang. The water down below the Mexican border, there's areas where it's already in the, the higher 60s. They're catching yellowfin tuna on the day boat. San Diego's been catching yellowfin tuna. Some of the other boats are falling into it. Our good friend Chase was at San Clemente Island yesterday and said the water's purple out there, It's cleaner than he's ever seen it in his lifetime. It's already... T- setting the table for some phenomenal fishing. The amount of fish that are um, along the coast right now, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, and I'm going to talk about it a lot on our game plans for tomorrow. Yellowtail invasion, calico bass are biting really good. The bait companies got, some of the bait companies have anchovies in their receiver. Some of them have smaller sardines. There was squid boats sitting in front of Mission Bay this morning selling squid. That, that doesn't happen very often. And there's some big yellows biting down there in La Jolla and, and uh, Point Loma. And there's some sea bass. There's all kinds of stuff happening. The table's set. We're in store for one of the most unbelievable seasons. Todd Manser's is going to be on the show next week talking about this El Nino that they're talking about and how it could be bigger than the one in 83. And I know we had a pretty nice El Nino in 2015. But 83 was the real the real deal it was so consistent max and i were working for a guy named doug harman fishing on the Clementi out of dana point it was insane push off from the bait boat start start the day off with 30 or 40 yellowfin tuna and then drive around find a kelp patty and catch three or four hundred more it was insane fishing back then it was super consistent and went all the way into november Gang, we have that opportunity for that to happen this year. Things are all set. The table's set. Things are headed in the right direction, and things are going to be absolutely incredible. So I hope that you're all ready. I hope you got all the things you need. But something I want to talk about, Fish Lab, which is owned by Akuma, makes these uh, Carnada slow-pitch jigs. These things are incredible. These things are wailing on that bluefin right now when it's at nighttime. These things are already pre-rigged. Like a lot of the, the lures that you buy to go bluefin fishing, they're not rigged up proper. These are already ready to go. When you buy these at the store, this is Fish Labs, Carnata Slow Pitch Jig. These things are ready to go right out of the bag. You just open this package up, tie it to your line, and drop it down and catch your big bluefin. A lot of times these things are working in the daytime also when that fish is staying down at three, 400 feet under the boat. Guys are using these things in the daytime. But I know the last couple of years i talked about the orange colored, reddish colored ones. Well, we don't have that red crab in the water right now like we had before. So this is the color. This is gonna match the hatch. This is gonna match that mackerel and that, uh, that sardine that's out there and the anchovy. And the way this thing shines and the way these things sink, the way they flutter down there, it's almost impossible for the fish not to eat this, the way that it flutters down as it sinks. And it's a heavy lure, but you got to remember you're fishing in 300 feet of water or 400 feet of water or not. You're fishing in thousands of feet of water, but you're fishing down to 300 feet to try to get the bite. So you want this to sink. Big problem most people don't understand is this has to sink straight down. So if there's a big angle in your line, if the wind's blowing and there's a big angle in your line or there's a lot of current, it's not fishing proper. It has to fish straight up and down. You have to wind it back up. Then you have to set, let it sink. Why it's sinking? It's doing that really spectacular. The way that they designed this at Fish Labs is that it sinks. Unbelievable the way it flutters when it sinks like nothing you've ever imagined. And what it really resembles to me, what I think it looks like is a fish that's about to die, a bait fish that's about to die. So as it's sinking, it is fluttering beautifully and the fish are jumping right on it. They want to eat it. They're super excited when they see this thing and they want to gobble it right up. These, you got to have some of these in your bag. You got to have some of these in your arsenal. There are different tackle stores you can go to to buy these things. Ask your local tackle store, do you carry fish lab? Why don't you? Ask Next question, why don't you carry them? You need to carry these so we can buy them. If you pressure them, they'll get them. They can call up to the to the distributor and they can get these things in their shop. If not, find a store online that's selling them and get some of these, gang. You will not be disappointed. This one is uh, very heavy. 10.6 ounces. Are they... 300 grams, I guess if you live in Europe or something, that would, but it need 10.6 ounces is what we're going off of. It's five and a half inches long, but this thing is deadly. It is catching so many fish. You won't believe how good these things work. So make sure you check it out. What is it? I see that message. It is the Carnada Slow Pitch, Carnada Slow Pitch Jig. By Fish Lab. These things are incredible. You won't be disappointed. You don't have to rig them. They're already rigged, ready to fish, ready to catch fish. They're ready to go. If it's not Fish Lab on the label, then it isn't the slow-pitch Carnada jig. You need to make sure that it is this jig. If you want to catch fish, if you just want to go out there and eat your buggers and drive around and get whatever you want. But if you want to catch fish, this is what you want to have. Okay. This is it. I'm not sure if Dana Wharf has them because I don't know what my sister's carrying in there. I know she carries pretty much everything I suggest. So, Ace, I would call Dana Wharf, find out if they have them in there. But uh, somebody's got these. I know we we can help you out. Give me a call at 949-374-0786. I'll try to help you out. But, gang, if you want to know where they're eating these things at or how they're eating them, all you got to do is uh, check out my website yoursaltwaterguide.com. There's no reason for you to, book, to fail fishing anymore. The only reason you fail at fishing is because you choose to fail at fishing. I've made it so easy. Never, ever, ever has anybody done anything like what I have done for you. I made the most spectacular website by a fisherman. Yep, that's what I've done my whole life is fish. You can trace me back. You can Google my name. You can follow me back. My dad started fishing for a living in 1947. That's all we've done. And uh, I built this website for you guys. I address everything that you need to be successful when you go fishing. I don't care if you're going on a sport boat or you're going on a private boat or you're going on a dock or you're going on a rowboat. I cover everything you need to be successful at yoursaltwaterguide.com. Plus, my big commitment to all of you was I built you an app. So not only do I have a phenomenal website, but I have an app. Do you ever wonder where all the spots are that all these guys catch fish on all the time? I have them all on my website. We have over 1,100 spots starting at the Channel Islands and ending at the Mexican border. We give you a a game plan that covers everywhere that you're going to want to fish. Every weekend it comes out on Thursday afternoons and it covers everywhere. So you don't have to suck at fishing. Grab that QR code. Those of you that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, grab that QR code. Everybody else, go to your app store, go to Google Play Store and download my app. You don't have to sign up right now. Download the app. Give me a call at 949-374-0786. We will give you a free look. Download the app. I'll give you a free look. It's free. I own everything. There won't be any way for you when you call me for me to get your credit card. I can't do it. I don't have that power to figure out what your credit card number is. Just give me a call. I'll give you a free look. You'll see what it's all about and uh, you'll be ready. It's not, Anthony. You know why it? so weak is because you don't know where to go. If you follow my game plan, Anthony, and if you go where I tell you to go, it's phenomenal. Right now, there's a lot of yellowtail in Orange County. Very good calico bass fishing. Very, very good bonita fishing. Very good barracuda fishing. Everything's biting right now, Anthony. The only reason you're not catching them is because you don't know where to go. And you don't know how to do it when you get there. And I know you're probably way better fishermen than I ever will be. But if you're sucking right now, it's not the fish. Gang, if you have to ask permission from your significant other, if it's okay to get on a website that's going to help you catch more fish that costs $9.99 a month, I promise you this, fishing is not your problem. It's never going to be your problem. Your problem is not fishing. So we're going to take a look at a few more things while we keep talking on this show about things that are going on in Southern California and why I believe this is setting up to be probably the best fishing season we've seen in a very, very long time. Number one, that bait that was offshore the last few years, all that anchovy that was causing those bluefin to do all that foaming and stuff, most of that bait now is up on the beaches where it's supposed to be, inside tight on shore. That's why the bait boats are starting to catch more anchovies. There's still plenty of sardines. There's no shortage of sardines. They're catching all they want for the long-range boats. And I understand those guys that are going out after big, giant fish all the time, they need those sardines. But those of us fishing on our private boats in Southern California, along the coast or over at Catalina, we can catch our mackerel. Give us some anchovies to use for chum and also for fly lining. Bluefin tuna love to eat anchovies. The bluefin that are starting to show up at Clemente and starting to show up at Catalina. Those are smaller grade bluefin showing up on the spots at the islands and showing up at the spots down at the Coronados and San Clemente Island and Catalina, those things are anchovy eaters. Light line, small hook, anchovy eaters. And another thing to always remember when you're picking out your hooks, when you're going to your local tackle store or you're going on your online store or wherever you're buying your hooks from, from today forward, never ever chrome-plated hooks. No. I know. Your sister's brother's aunt's cousin told you to use these chrome-plated hooks. If you have chrome-plated hooks, Don't throw them away. Give them to your buddy when he comes out fishing with you. That way you'll always outfish them. I'm talking when you're fly lining. And from now on, from today forward, no more rockfish fishing. Everything's up on the surface. We save the rockfish for when there's nothing else to catch. But calico bass are biting. Bonita are biting. Barracuda are biting. Yellowtail are biting, bluefin are biting pretty quick. The yellowfin tuna will be up here. All that's happening, gang. I'm telling you, all that is happening right now in Southern California. But it's super important to make sure that you have the right hooks. Bronze or black hooks will change what you catch all day, every day. Chrome-plated hooks. Think about this, gang. I've been diving. My, sorry, Marley, I'm turning the air back on. I've been diving my whole life, and I have never ever seen a fish swimming around with a piece of chrome hanging off its face. Now my kids, they have those nose rings, eyebrow rings, lip rings. They got chrome hanging all over their face, but no fish, no bait fish has chrome hanging off their face. No bait fish has chrome hanging off their gills. So why would you put a piece of chrome on them and then throw it out there and expect to get a bite, gang? Bronze or black, the moment they hit the water, they're invisible. So you want to use a bronze or a black hook because you're trying to trick the fish into eating your bait. Chrome reflects the light. The fish see that. They're going, oh, I don't want to die today. So you want to make sure that you're able to trick the fish. Think about all these fish have been fished. Forever and ever and ever. And uh, if you're Anthony and he's not catching anything, it's probably because he's using the wrong line, the wrong hook. Everything matters. Like I say on all these, and we've been, just to let you know, those of you that have just found us, we've been doing this live seminar podcast format for three years now, Monday through Friday. Maybe somebody else out there is doing a live podcast five days a week. I don't know who they are. But I do it five days a week, Monday through Friday. We talk about real stuff that's really happening. We try to give you real-time information. I don't try to baffle you with a bunch of big words that you don't know what they are and I don't know what they are. When you... I was talking to a couple of members this morning and we were laughing. We had like a conference call. We were laughing. When you turn on a podcast or you turn on a uh, seminar... And the person on the, that you're watching says, you know, if they say, you know, once you got to turn them off because they don't know. And they're asking you, if you know, if you already know, why would you be watching? And they say this all the, you know, you know, that one day I was out fishing, you know, and I was, you know, and then I was, you know, and, and, you know, and, you know, no, I don't know. And I'm watching you. Cause I thought you were going to tell me something. But no, I don't know. And the other thing that they do all the time is they stop in the middle of what they're talking about and they say, um. Those two things right away will tell you they have no idea what they're talking about. If they did, they wouldn't be searching for words. You never, ever, ever, ever are going to catch me searching for words. I know. I don't know. I'm not the greatest fisherman in the world. I know all of you out there are way better at filleting fish, way better at Tying up a boat, way better at docking a boat, way better at doing everything than I am. But I am very confident about what I'm talking about. And you'll never hear me say, um, and you know, because I don't think you know. If I thought you knew, then we'd be wasting our time trying to explain to you why sea lions are eating people and why windmills in the ocean don't work or why uh, Baja was covered up with water. I don't ever say, you know, you know. You know, Baja was covered up with water, you know, and and, and, you know, and no, most people don't even think that far out. They were like watching ABC last night. They told it was global warming and we're going to all be underwater in a year. And you're like,
0: whoa.
1: So remember when someone's telling you, you know, I know, no, they don't know. And they don't know. And you want to turn them off. Don't listen to those people. And always make sure that you don't take fishing advice from someone who doesn't fish for a living. If that's not how they raised their family, if that's not how they sent their kids to school, if that's not how they bought their cars and their houses, why in the world do you want to know what they know about fishing? I'd say this all the time. I say it when I'm doing live seminars in front of people. My dad told me when I was a little boy, don't ever take financial advice from someone who doesn't own a jet. If the guy that's telling you where to invest your money is not flying around in a jet, why would you listen to him? And then my dad also said, remember, son, don't go ask the plumber about fishing. Go talk to Doug Harmon or go talk to Ray Duane, or go talk to Mike Thompson. You don't want to know what the plumber knows about fishing when you have access to guys that fish for a living every single day, son. So make sure that's where you're getting your information from. It's super important, gang, to pay attention to who the person is that's talking to you. Pay attention. Don't, if somebody's telling you that you should be using Chrome hooks, <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. If you care, let's, let's take all the stuff I just taught you or told, tried to help you with. Let's throw all that away and let's think about the environment. Chrome hooks last forever. We see them in fish's mouths. We see them in shark's mouths on documentaries. Chrome-plated hooks last forever. There is no way they can dissolve in the water. Those nickel-plated, chrome-plated hooks, they last forever. They're horrible. No. Don't do anything to them. Give them to some of your friends so you can outfish them every time. Someone's just asking me, should I paint the hooks? Nope. Just give them to someone else. They're cheap. Hooks are very inexpensive compared to what it costs to go fishing. So do that. Give them to people that are going to go fishing with you. That way, you can always outfish them. Okay, but the bronze hooks or the black hooks—you put them in a cup of salt water and let them set for a few days. You can stir them up; they just turn into brown water. It's crazy. That's the way they were developed. That's the way they—they—that's the way they were designed to dissolve in the water. That's why you can leave them in a fish's mouth if they buried that hook too deep, and you don't—you're not going to take that fish. You can leave that hook in that fish's mouth and feel good about it that that hook will dissolve. I don't know how many calico bass I've caught in my lifetime that had a chrome hook hanging out of their rear end because they passed it through their whole body. I can't even imagine how bad that hurts. And then here it is hanging at the very end of their body, out their butt, because they never dissolve. They don't go away. So if you care about the environment, that's a good reason to not use nickel-plated or chrome-plated hooks. Don't believe anything else I tell you that black and bronze are invisible in the water and they'll get you more bites. You stay with your chrome hooks, but just remember you're destroying the environment. All right? Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Max, the only way to use chrome hooks is to get the, clean the bottom. All right, gang? And then your line. Your line is so important because that's your connection from your reel to the hook is that fishing line. If you're using monofilament and it's the same monofilament that you were using last year when you went fishing, you got to change that line, gang. That's another thing that's not that expensive to do, but it's super important. Your hooks and your line. If you pull your line off your reel and it looks like a spring, that's not bueno. That line's ready to part, especially if you hook fish in a lifetime. A big halibut or a big sea bass or a big yellow or a bluefin and you're using line that you haven't changed in so long, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah, gang, make sure you hit the like button, make sure you hit comment button, leave a comment, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. A lot of people watch, a lot of people pay attention to what we're talking about. We get millions of views a month, I know, and I thank you all. But I need you to help me. I need you on Facebook. I need you on YouTube. I need you on TikTok. I need you on everywhere. Hitting the like button. Hitting the subscribe button. Hitting the follow button. All this stuff will help me. And I'm here every day doing these seminars for you guys and entertaining. Trying to be funny too. Trying to entertain you. Because I know most of you are at that J-O-B thing. and You need a little entertainment. three things I just talked about are free. They're not going to cost you anything. They're not going to hurt you. They're going to help my algorithm. They're going to help push me out in front of more people. So please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and uh, follow me on social media. Other thing, if you can, if you can afford it, sprinkle some stars out. Sprinkle some stars on Facebook. And over on uh, TikTok, make sure you hit that uh, diamond button, and sprinkle some diamonds out there, gang. I'm here entertaining, and I'm here educating every single day. I try to give back as much as I can. I'll be up in Southern California for the uh, for the CCA. I'll be up there at a SeaWorld. We talked about it the other day. I'm going to be at a SeaWorld for the Anthony Shea Lifetime uh, Conservation Award given to Bill Shedd. You can go through right through that QR code. I give back a ton. I'm Kelly Girl, and I are flying up there. We're flying up there out of the kindness of our hearts because we believe in CCA. We also believe in Bill Shedd and all the great things he's done to help us all fish in Southern California. Just like my father was the first, re- or the second recipient of the Anthony Shea Lifetime Conservation Award. It's near and dear to my heart. We're going to be up there at the. Uh, Hubs Research Center and then going to SeaWorld for dinner. If you want to join us, grab that QR code I just flashed up on the screen on YouTube and and, uh, Facebook. All the money, the dinner, I think it's $145 a plate or something like that. And then all the money goes to CCA, which CCA is the only voice we have right now at the table for all these closures and all this ludicrous stuff that the governor of the state of California is trying to shove down our throats. CCA is the only voice we have at the table, gang. And uh for so long we sat back and we were on the the uh defensive. We were constantly well, according to Wayne. Now we're gonna approach it more like the way Captain Dave approaches it, your saltwater guide in my seminars. We're gonna approach it more in a uh offensive way. We have to get in front of this, gang. And CCA is the only voice we have at the table, so. If you want to join us for dinner, Kelly Girl and I will be there. we got a couple seats available at our table. And then Todd Manzer has a table, too. Just grab that QR code right there. And uh, if you can't make the dinner, there's the QR code for CCA. Gang, every penny helps. You know what it takes to slow down this huge wave of shutting down fishing in Southern California or in California or in Texas or in Florida. Gang, they're coming Whatever happens in California happens everywhere else eventually. They watch, and then they go, oh, they got another piece of California. Let's close some more of the Gulf of Mexico. Let's close some more of Mississippi. Let's close some more of the great state of Florida. Gang, they're coming after all of us. If you, can, if you can, donate to CCA California, the California Conservation Association of California. We need donations. Grab that QR code that I just threw up there on the screen, please. Those of you on TikTok, you don't see the QR code, go to ccacalifornia.org and you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see all the great things that Chris and Wayne over there are doing and all the great volunteers that are giving so much of their time and effort to try to slow this thing down. But gang, what I'm trying to tell you is I'm always constantly there, constantly giving back. So if you feel in your heart that i'm doing a good job please sprinkle some stars or sprinkle some diamonds across there and then uh at august 3rd when that dinner is going to be at the hub center it's going to be fun hubs is where they do the the um hatchery program for the cal- for the white sea bass and they also do the hatchery program for the halibut so anybody that shows up remember all proceeds go to cca there's no downside to this But you're going to get to go see, you're going to get to go learn, you're going to get to go find out what's going on with hubs and where your enhancement stamp on your California fishing license, you have to have that enhancement stamp. That money goes straight to hubs. That's what that enhancement stamp is for. Most people don't understand that, but that enhancement stamp that you have to have on your fishing license, the money goes to hubs research center for the, for the, uh, for the um, hatchery program for the white sea bass and the halibut, which are phenomenal programs to think about restocking the ocean. And we're giving back so much and we're not really the reason why these fish have been decimated. It wasn't because of the rod and reel fishermen. It never was. It never will be. We know what it was caused by, but we're willing, more than willing to give away our time and effort and money to try to bring back these fisheries as bad as the governor of California wants to close everything. We all got to be in the fight and we all have to be a part of the solution, which CCA, there it is one more time, grab that QR code and anything, a dollar, five dollars, whatever you can spare, whatever you can help us out with, because you know, it takes money. I'm not a beggar. I'm not trying to beg. I'm just saying it takes money. We all want to, we all want to be able to take our grandkids fishing in California and, uh, there's a giant push to stop all that. So check that out, ccacalifornia.org. And then uh, back to what I was talking about. The fishing in Southern California is absolutely phenomenal, and it's only going to get better. The water is cleaner than anybody's seen in a very long time. And if you remember about two months ago when it was raining like crazy, maybe three months ago, we were doing our uh, Podcast, and I was telling you, as soon as everything quits running into the ocean, these massive runoffs from the snowmelt, we're adding all these great nutrients that have been lacking the ocean. I told you it's going to get really good. It's the water's going to get cleaner than we've ever seen it. That's just because I've been on this planet for sixty-two years, and I've seen these different cycles. And we're in a really good, cool, good, good cycle right now. It would have been probably one of the best salmon seasons ever if the governor, governor of California and the, the feds didn't shut down salmon fishing in California. It probably would have been really spectacular with all the freshwater runoff going into the ocean. You know that salmon migration is going to be insane this year. So many cool things are set to happen, though. The yellowtail fishing is going to be really, really good for a few months. They're already seeing a lot of volume on the coast. They're seeing a lot of volume on the islands. If you remember a month and a half ago, we were talking about the yellowtail on the kelp patties, which was a big time deal. We have yellowtail on kelp patties in 55, 57 degree water. And we were talking, that's going to bode very, very well when the water starts to warm up because just because there's yellowtail on those kelp patties, that wasn't the volume of fish. The volume was swimming around out there. A little bit of it was stopping on some kelp patties, but most of it was headed to the islands. Let's be honest. It was looking for the food. It was going to the islands because all that anchovy was missing off the coast. All that anchovy that was out on the banks was missing. It'll probably show up back there on the banks again. Right now, it's all pushed in tight on the beach, which bodes very well for us again because all that yellowtail, all that barracuda, all that bonita swimming in towards the beaches, looking around. And that massive school of Barracuda that was down off of Ensenada, up to the Coronado Islands, that thing disappeared. It went somewhere. It's probably going to show up in Santa Monica Bay. We're going to have a beautiful weekend. We're going to talk about that on our game plans. There's so much to talk about on our game plans this weekend that it's going to take me a phenomenal amount of time to put all the plans together. But I will have them out for you tomorrow, by four, probably by 4.30, because it's going to take a little bit longer than normal. Usually I try to get them out by 3.30, but there's so much cool stuff going on, gang, that I don't want you to miss out on any of the cool stuff. And we have quite a few boats out at Catalina and out bluefin fishing today, so we'll get a report back from those guys this afternoon, have a little bit better idea of what's going on out on the water. But um, make sure you're prepared. Make sure you have some of these slow-pitch carnada jigs. Make sure you have these on the boat, this color is incredible. I love this color. It just looks just like the sardines and the anchovies that are out there. And then the way it sparkles as it flutters down and keep those fish right on there. Make sure you have plenty of tackle. Make sure you have plenty of bronze or black hooks. Make sure you give those chrome hooks to your friend. Go through your line right now. Pull the line off your reels. If it comes out looking like a spring, replace that before you go fishing. Make sure your drag's work. Pull some line off. Feel the drag. Make sure it's not all jerky and and it's not locked up. Look at your reels. Make sure everything's ready because, gang, we talked about this back in January. You needed to get all your stuff serviced because the season was going to start. Well, now we're in the end of June. We're going to be in July here in a couple days. And uh, some of you still haven't even done anything to your tackle. You're just waiting to go fishing. You probably have A lot of you probably have your rods rigged up from last year still sitting in the corner, which is ludicrous because we talk about how to take care of all your stuff and your rods and your reels should not be connected after you're done fishing. They should be taken apart, get all the salt off, put your reels in a spot, put your rods in a spot. If you look up above my head over here in the corner, all my rods are up there with no reels on them. we got 50 or 60 of the PCH series rods that I love to fish with. I got them from nine foot down to six and a half foot. But you don't want your stuff all rigged up. You don't want it all rigged up. You want to rig it up on the way out because you don't know what the bait is. You don't know what you're going fishing for. You have no idea. If you already have hooks tied on to go out fishing tomorrow, that's crazy. We never tie on our hooks. Whenever I'm doing the guide service or my other buddy, Buddies are guiding for people. We never, ever rig up your reels or rig up your rods with the hooks on them until we see what the bait looks like at the bait barge. Then we start putting our terminal tackle together. But if you're going to lure fish like these uh, slow-pitch carnada jigs, yeah, you can rig that stuff up, get it all rigged up, get them on the heaviest line you can. But get ready, because this is going to be phenomenal. Remember, it's June 29th. We're talking about all this stuff. Remember, June 29th, Captain Dave was talking about sea lions eating people. I can't believe that this is is okay. It blows my mind that the state of California thinks it's okay for sea lions to eat people. It's scary times right now, scary times. Pay attention when you go out fishing this weekend. Even if you're not a member of my website, I'll just give you a few hints that we talk about on my website all the time. Everything matters. So when you go fishing, if you're going to be lazy about anything, then your results are probably going to be lazy. Understand everything matters. Keep your eyes peeled. Pay attention. Make sure you have the right hooks, the right line, the right the right rods, the right reels, every single thing matters. You cannot approach this fishing thing in a half measures type of deal because the amount of money we spend on fuel nowadays and the amount of money we spend on tackle and the amount of money it costs away from whatever we're doing, away from our children, away from our spouses, away from our job, all those things matter. So why would you put half measures into this fishing thing and expect the fish just to climb on your boat? Most of the people that I talk to after the weekend, give me that call me, members of the website and stuff, when we get down to the nitty-gritty, why they're not successful when they go, it's because they didn't do, a, they didn't do the right things. They didn't anchor. They didn't change their line before they went. They didn't have the right hooks. All this stuff matters. So, understand that. Now, my good friend John Stanley sent me a message this morning about if you're fishing down by the Coronados or between the Coronados and Ensenada and the Navy, the Mexican Navy arrives on scene. Well, first of all, you want to make sure you're totally compliant. Okay? You got to be compliant. If you're not compliant, if you don't have all the paperwork, you don't have your Mexican fishing license, you don't have your Mexican boat insurance because you're in Mexico, you have to have insurance that covers Mexico. If you don't have your registration on the boat, if you don't have your passports on the boat, if you don't have your wristbands on on you, well, then what are you doing down there to begin with? Okay. Then if you have everything and you're totally compliant, keep your mouth shut. Let them come on the boat. And do whatever they're going to do if you're compliant you're compliant you have nothing to worry about these are not criminals that's a i live in mexico so i take it personal when i hear these people say oh they're oh, there's out there to get us no they're not no they're not they're out there to protect their waters from people that aren't compliant just like the california fish and wildlife are out there driving around catalina trying to keep our fishery healthy from the people that aren't compliant. The guys on that Navy boat, they're not criminals. They're not coming up to harass you. That's not what they're doing. They're coming up to make sure you're compliant. So leave your attitude. If you don't like, look at, there's some people out there that don't like Mexicans. If you don't like them, don't go fishing in Mexico. Okay? Because they're the kindest, nicest human beings on the planet. But if that's your attitude and you already have an attitude, what are you doing in their country fishing? Don't come into here. Don't come down here. Don't come down here if you don't like the culture. Don't come down here if you don't like the people. And leave your crappy attitude on the other side of the border. Because every human being down here that's native, that lives here, all they want to do is help you. They want to be... they want you to have the best time you can have down here. So when that Navy boat pulls up, the Mexican Navy pulls up to you, lose your attitude. Listen to what they're asking, present. The best thing to do is have all of your paperwork and one little folder ready to hand them. Whenever I deliver someone's yacht down here to Mexico or whenever I am fishing down here in Mexico, we make sure we have all our paperwork in one folder, we don't spend an hour looking for it, ripping our boat apart, screaming and cussing and acting like a booger eater. We're ready when they come. We wanna hand them the paperwork, let them look at it because they're just trying to do their job. Believe me, they're just trying to do their job. So lose your attitude. And like I said, if you don't like the culture down here and if you don't like the people down here, don't come down here because we don't need you down here. Keep your attitude up there. Everybody loves that attitude in L.A. in San Diego. Don't bring it down here in New Mexico and expect us all to bow down to you. I think it's so funny when I'm at Walmart watching them, watching the people that don't like the culture down here and act in the way they act. It's like, what are you doing here? Why did you just choose this country to come on your vacation to if you don't like them? If you don't like us, why are you here? Go somewhere else. And same thing if you're going to fish in Mexico. It's a privilege. It's not a right. You don't have the right to fish in Mexican waters. That's not the deal. So understand, it's a privilege. It's an honor for us to get to fish in Mexico. So leave your stinking, dripping, booger-eater attitude home. Don't bring it down here. We don't need it down here. We don't want it down here. Okay? So that's number one, John. And I'm so happy that you asked that question because that's the number one thing I see down here all the time is people dripping attitude when they get here. It's just so ridiculous. It is not your right to fish down here. It is such an honor to get to fish in Mexico because you know what? We don't allow them to fish in America. (laughs) So you need to lose your attitude it is a privilege and an honor to get to fish down here. So understand that. And you ugly Americans, don't come here. Don't come here. We don't need you down here. We don't want you down here. We don't need your crappy attitude down here. We just don't need it. We don't need it. When If you decide that you're going to get on an airplane to fly down to Mexico to go hang out on vacation, you better just keep your shitty attitude up. Sorry, kids. Everybody gets free stuff. That's my deal. If The kids hear me cuss. And that was a bad word. And I apologize. You never hear me say bad words. And I I get too wound up because I see people come down here and just bring this crappy attitude down into this country. I am honored that I get to live in Mexico. I'm honored that I don't have crime. I think it's so spectacular. We have zero crime here. I know your media told you that there's a lot of there's no crime here. There's none. We don't have any Kelly girl and I, we don't lock our car. Our keys are in our cars, our front door. We don't even have a if there is a key for our house. And I know they gave us one four years ago when we moved in here. We don't know where it is. We we, when we go up there to California to come up there and do seminars and give back to the war heroes and give back to CCA. We don't lock our house. We leave for weeks at a time and the house is wide open. You can come in here and take anything you want, but no one does. No one steals down here because they don't want to die. Death is a great deterrent. They handle stuff here in a big time way. Though no, one, no one does anything stupid down here. It's really cool. I, Mike, I make great videos and teach people how to do lobster fishing, but I don't do it for a living anymore. I'm I All I do is make videos and do these podcasts Monday through Friday, make lots of videos, run a, one of the best fishing websites ever made in, in the world. I run all that, hang out with my beautiful wife, Kelly, and my monkey, and uh, doing this podcast every day and being there for all my members on my website. That's a full-time job. It doesn't get any more full-time, but it's, it touches my heart every day because so many people appreciate all the stuff that we talk about So it does matter. And I really appreciate all of you. Please make sure if you can afford it to sprinkle some stars out on the Facebook page. If you can afford it over on TikTok, give me some diamonds. Sprinkle some of that out there for me. Everything I do is to give back to all of you and to give back to the community of fishing and give back to the war heroes that have risked their lives so that I can go fishing. Tim, thanks for those phenomenal pictures. Your time up there, Kelly, girl, can't wait to go to Viney. Your time up there fishing, Tim, that looked like so much fun that I can, looking at your pictures, I can smell that pine air. I can just smell it. Nothing better than the High Sierras. So much fun. We have a great time when we go up there. Kelly misses that big time. And then to see your pictures, Tim, that was incredible. Okay. Our website has the best community for fishermen ever. I don't care if you're in uh, Africa or if you're in the Midwest, or if you're up in Alaska. Our fishing community is incredible. You can see so many people having such a good time, and it's all available at your saltwater guide, my website. Best fishing community ever built, safe. I make you pay a little bit to be a part of the community, but that way I can keep it safe. I moderate everything. No one's allowed to share any negativity over there. Look at the QR code. If you still have doubts, Grab that QR code, download our, download our um, app. Moon phases for tuna fishing, anything to it? Yep, a lot to it. Moon phases and tide are super crucial. But you get all that and so much more over at YourSaltWaterGuide.com. Gang, if you're not a member, I don't know why. What are you afraid of? I don't care if you've been fishing your whole life. Knowledge is key. No, none of us that fish for a living our whole lives go out fishing without knowledge. We don't go out fishing without touching our code group and talking to everybody and getting as much knowledge as we can. That's what you get over at Your Saltwater Guide. Check it out, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Check out the QR code that I just flashed up on the screen. You guys all have a great day. Think about the few things that we talked about in the beginning of the show. Share this show with all your friends. Hit the like button. Hit the comments. Leave a comment. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Follow me. Follow me, follow me. I will be here for you tomorrow. We'll have another great show. We're hoping that my beautiful wife, Kelly, joins us tomorrow. Anybody that sent in a question that I didn't answer, we'll cover them tomorrow. I'm sorry, but I had to get off on that sea lion thing and I had to touch on it. So I didn't didn't answer a lot of your questions, but we got tomorrow and we'll answer as many as we possibly can. And I apologize for anybody I didn't get to today. Hang in there with me and I'll answer your questions tomorrow. Have a great day, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Be kind to each other. Turn off the news. They're all lying. Do a little research. Don't wait for Walter Cronkite to tell you what's going on in the world. Okay? Love you. Bye.